Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger. And today I am joined by a very special guest, and she is the recipient of the Glam Girl Bikini Scholarship. She's a scholarship athlete. I had a bunch of you that were listeners apply for the scholarship, and her application just really hit my heart hard. And, um, you know, I did several interviews, and I just, I was really, really um, felt passionate about awarding this to you, Shara. I also awarded a wellness competitor too, which we'll be probably interviewing her later um, when she does her first competition in wellness. Um, you can go ahead and unmute your mic and uh, Shara, we're going to have you introduce yourself and kind of tell us like what your age is, where you're from, how many kids you have, um, that whole thing. Sure. So my name is Shara Fagnet. I am 41 years old. I'm a married mother of three. I currently live in the suburbs of Houston, Texas. Um, I work for a little Catholic church here, running their elementary education program. And um, that's that's pretty much my background. And how old are your kiddos? They are 10, 8, and 5. Wow, you have your hands full. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes. And so uh, some of that is your part-time at the church and then um, sometime you're home with the kiddos as well. Right. It feels like full-time and full-time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So with all of that being said, can you kind of give a summary <laughs> of why you applied uh, for this program and kind of just give them an insight on what your application what that part was all about. And then we'll kind of move on to um, how you've progressed throughout this thing. And we're on stage last weekend and did very well. Oh, thank you. Um, real quick, I want to talk about how I discovered um, bikini uh, bodybuilding. Um, I've always been um, interested in fitness. I'm cardio. Um, I did a lot of cardio classes, um, but really stayed away from weights. Um especially weight machines and those sort of things. I didn't know much about them. I thought I could try to achieve the, the physique I wanted um, through cardio classes. It never quite worked out. <laughs> um, one day I was um, scrolling through Instagram and I saw a picture of a bikini athlete, just an amateur, but I was struck by her beauty and poise. I mean, I was like spellbound and I thought, you know, what is this? And she talked a bit about uh, bikini competing. And I had no idea. I'd heard about bodybuilding before, but um, I never knew that bikini was a division. I was always thought physique or figure or women's bodybuilding. Um, so um, it was basically through her Instagram page that I started learning more about, um, about bodybuilding. I also got back into the gym um, and got a free personal training session with a trainer and she just showed me, we just used some of the machines and it was, I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I can, I can progress every week. And, and I just loved it. I put on, I stopped doing the classes. I would put on my headphones and go to the gym and I'd really zone in. And I felt so empowered um, uh, when I was lifting weights. Um, 
And I started, um, as I started learning more about bikini bodybuilding, I would look, listen to podcasts and look out for podcasts. And that's where I discovered Prep Life Podcast and Glam Girl Bikini. And I loved listening to your podcasts. Um, I listened to so many of them. And um, I really had a dream then to one day compete um, as a bikini competitor. However, I knew nothing about it. And um, it really seemed out of reach for me. because I never knew anybody who did it. My, my family never knew anybody who did it. Um, and um, it seemed, uh, you know, I, getting support from my family to pay for all the expenses involved in the coach just seemed out of reach. So whenever I, Amy um, announced she was having a contest for a sponsored athlete, I just jumped on it and um, I was working so hard <laughs> on my application and um, submitted it last minute, I think a little late even, but Amy graciously accepted it. And um, and a surprise to me, I was uh, awarded it and, um, uh, and really um, got me here and made my dream come true. So that's how I got to the, uh, to the sponsored athlete position. Oh, I love that story. So how long was this journey just to give a timeline? I mean, how did you find our podcast and how long have you been listening? Okay. So, um, I would say it was maybe three or four months before October. So, you know, I, I think I was, I'm just estimating, um, so I was listening to you about for about three or four months and then, um, and then uh, you, and then I think I was, we started, you started coaching me. I think it was in October mm-hmm. of 2022. Yeah. So I just wanted to share with the audience, just kind of like what things have progressed into and kind of like that moment that led up to the stage. So I know when you first came to me, you were, you're eating a decent amount of food. I mean, you're five, nine, just to give the background on that. So, um, she has a pretty good metabolism, but she was eating about 1900 calories and you were doing a lot of cardio. Um, I believe six days a week, about 30 minutes ish. Right. And right. so I had started training. Um, and that was when I was kind of cutting in a cutting phase and, and doing a lot of cardio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I immediately after, you know, kind of the first couple of check-ins and kind of getting to know your body. I knew that for one thing we needed to, you know, kind of build up your shoulders and your upper body. Um, and then you have these amazing glutes too, but we wanted to target, you didn't necessarily need to lose weight. Um, you just needed to grow up top and kind of recomp your lower half so that your tie-ins were a lot more sharp. So our main goal, when we kind of consulted, um, we just really wanted to focus on the inches lost in the hips and the thigh because that was going to show us the the amount of gains that you were we weren't going to see a huge scale drop um you were just basically going to you know recomp grow muscle and lose body fat and i i'm blown away by how quickly you progressed in your shoulders and your back um we really it just was um, so it was one of those things where you just were not supporting 
your metabolism to grow muscle. So one thing that I did was every week I started taking down cardio because that's going to be a catabolic type of situation where your muscles are going to be breaking down. It's not going to be supportive of a growth season. So I addressed that and it was pretty much every other week, I believe. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I would either increase your calories or decrease your cardio in some cases, maybe both. (laughs) Uh, And then things just started to go on fire. We started giving you multiple refeeds, Uh, started with one and then just like your body would respond, you'd get tighter and you'd drop inches in your hips and your thighs, just like we wanted. Um, So I just kept feeding you and feeding you and pulling (laughs) cardio. And at one point we got to zero cardio for quite a bit of time. For a while, a long yeah. time. <laughs> and you were like, we're kind of close to the show. Do we need to be doing something? I'm like, no, we just, we want to support this situation right now. We don't need to be doing cardio um, that much. So I think like the last couple of weeks, just maybe 10 minutes of walking um, on yeah. an incline. But yeah, I think we got you up to like, if if we include refeeds, I would say like closer to 2,500 um, at one point in the peak of it. So yeah, it was kind of like a pyramid where, and it, we didn't really cut that much. Um, you know, I think you were like quote unquote dieting at 2,400 calories. Um, exactly. <laughs> and so can you share with the audience, like what your thoughts are, what were your preconceived notions of what prep was like? Cause I remember you asking me like, when are we going to w- cut? I'm like, well, we kind of are right now. <laughs> we're just well, really, I, okay. So I thought my stage weight was going to be like 110 because even oh, though I'm five I, or like 118, like I thought I was going to be prep was going to be this starvation thing. And for my glued ham tie-ins to show, I was going to have to like cut crazy and um, it was going to be like full of pain and suffering. Um, so the way it played out was totally different and really good (laughs) for me um so um yeah I just trusted you I did wonder like when is the pain and suffering going to start I mean I did you know there were times staying on track with diet and not you know and and following my nutrition plan was challenging at times not be able to give into cravings but I was eating so I mean, 2,500, 2,400 calories, it's it's a lot of food when you're eating whole foods. Um, so, you know, we followed plan. And um, when whenever I would see a picture of myself or a video of how my back was growing and how my glutes at the end, really, my glute ham tie-in actually came in. And um, the way... I wasn't expecting um, my weight to stay the recomp to be so successful where I really did put on muscle, did um, lean out Uh, my hips. I never thought (laughs) could ever lean out like that, Um, but they did just following your plan. Um, And I was just amazed by how much um, nutrition played into it. You know, I, I thought I would always have to eat very little to achieve my physique goals, but it turns out um, having the high enough protein um, and my other I've wonderful, lots of carbs and a healthy amount of fat, um, a lot of fat, my body, fueling my body and eating. Um, I, I love how with your expertise, you were able to guide me into 
the keys of, you know, eating every two to three hours, keeping the protein steady through the day. I really think my body responded and it's just been, I've just been blown away um, that at 41 years old, um, you know, I'm in the best shape of my life and I've got this just killer body. <laughs> You're such an inspiration. I mean, we'll show pictures on the Instagram, but yeah, she, so throughout October to essentially, I mean, your show is on April 1st. So basically through March, um, by the time we got to peak week, I believe you had lost about eight pounds because you started at like 132, ended up at like 124 ish. Um, and so your inches in, I think your hips were 1.75 so it was almost two inches of loss in your hips. And then just, we do the thigh measurement one a piece. So it was two inches on one of your thighs and obviously on the other one. So a total of, you know, just six inches total in the lower body. Um, so kudos to you for following the plan. I know that you started right when Halloween candy, you know, comes out and, um, Thanksgiving and Christmas and right. New Year's, like so many celebrations. So when you started, I know there were a lot of, you know, hurdles that, you know, were things that you kind of had to like work through as we built your calories up. But fortunately, we were able to, you know, give you a bunch of refeeds. So hopefully you well, felt like you got a balance there of things. Well, the, I don't know. What the are way yeah, I love the way um, you offered a meal plan slash macro um, guidance for nutrition. So I was able to, you, I knew nothing, close to nothing about macros um, when I started, but um, I really quickly came to understand, you know, if I meet my protein goals, if I meet my nutrition goals on some days, like this Christmas day or whatever, I can um, plan ahead, um, estimate nutritional values and um, then have a nice meal with my family um, while uh, fitting it into the plan. Um, and, you know, and if I got off track, I would just let you know, and you'd help me stay on track, but even yeah. close to prep, I mean, even close to peak week, like a couple weeks out, I was able to celebrate my birthday, have fancy dinners um, while staying on track because I understood um, how to do it, um, how to estimate things. And, and thank I, I, and also I have to say starting prep early, it's not like I had 12 weeks or 10 weeks to lose yeah. all this weight. I, I had, you know, I forgot how many weeks, 20, 25 weeks. So yeah. I was in a good place. I didn't have to diet hard. My calories were high enough. Thanks to you getting me there. Um, and, um, I was able to, um, you know, um, fit in some, um, you know, yummy foods and celebration type things within reason whilst preparing and doing great uh, at my show. Yeah. I think your birthday, was it two weeks out? Yeah, it was two yeah. weeks out. And, uh, and it was like, I mean, we live in Houston, so rodeo Houston, we went twice. We ate at the fancy dinners there. Um, you know, I was able to celebrate. I did have my stevia club soda cocktails. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, you learn little tricks whenever you, um, whenever you're in prep, uh, to where you can enjoy life and, 
um, still, I didn't like lock myself away. Um, like I've seen some competitors do. Um, I was even able to have a piece of birthday cake on my birthday and, uh, it was, it was great. So that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. I, I really felt like you did a good job of keeping everything harmonized with, with, you know, keeping your social schedule and stuff like that. And I think that if you give yourself enough time to prepare that you can get lean enough early that. So I want to next talk about our, the peak week that we did because, um, so there's, <laughs> yes. it was so unexpected for me. <laughs> so I think you freaked out when I gave you 400 and what was it? 48 carbs or something. 447 like carbs. Yeah. That, if I, if I ate it in potatoes that day, that would be 4.7 pounds of potatoes. <laughs> it was oh, over three, God. over 3,500 calories. I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. So for the listeners that kind of want the science behind it, there's, um, so when you do a front load, if you get people lean enough early, um, uh, then you can manipulate carbs very well during peak week. And so your athletes will have tons of energy and they're going to feel like they're eating gobs of food, like an animal. Um, so I think, you know, just to explain what, that does. So the science behind it, if I can take a moment. So you have three days of a depletion. When I say depletion, you are still on a pretty high amount of calories, um, <laughs> but you do three days so that your basically your muscles act like a sponge. So if you dry out a sponge and it gets very um, brittle and then you start pouring water on it, that's like basically this carbs and food it's the super compensation effect where it it's overly absorbs by giving those three um, little days of the depletion. And so you probably know from the next morning that, you know, eating all that food, it's a lot for the waistline. Um, so, you know, to digest all of that, if we were to do have done that on Friday, um, now granted you did have like how many 300 some carbs on Friday and Thursday, but um, 380. Yeah. So it was still close to 400, (laughs) but, um, the 447, it has some time to digest and it takes a while to just to to digest our food. It takes about 12 to 16 hours, but then also for it to be absorbed into the muscles and have that muscle glycogen so that your, your muscles look full and round and they press against the skin and look super 3D. So it really, I mean, not to say that you didn't have great ham tie-ins before that, but I, it was crazy to look at your ham tie-in after that carb load. Um, but we wouldn't have wanted to do that Friday night, like a progressive linear load where um, you could have woken up that next morning on show day and had kind of a bloated stomach because you hadn't digested all that food. So it just gives your body a little bit of time to soak that up absorb it and then, um, make it all pop. And, um, I always have competitors that get really nervous. They're like, are you sure about this? I'm like, trust me, it's the unicorn magic (laughs) that'll work. So, um, but yeah, we, uh, so she's now nationally qualified just to let you know in both the open and masters. So I think our plans are possibly Dallas. If, it all plays out, hopefully. What are your thoughts there with like just 
Um, well, why don't you talk about your judges feedback too? Okay. Well, um, uh, I, um, I was the very first bikini competitor to get on the stage at our, my show, um, the Houston tournament of champions. And, um, I wasn't, um, I, I thought I was, uh, relaxed and everything okay, was okay. But, um, I, as the judges told me afterwards and I realized my shoulders tensed up like this and it really, um, it threw off my, uh, my individual posing routine and unbeknown. And I, I didn't realize I wanted to get a chance to do it again. So, um, I didn't, I didn't win overall or first in my, um, first in my uh, classes as I perhaps would have liked, but, um, it was a great experience and learning for me, you know, next time I go mm -hmm. on stage, I'm going to put my shoulders down. Even if I'm nervous, <laughs> I'm going to think about that. It's just, you have so many things to think about. You're on the stage for the first time. It just, uh, you know, went out of my head. Yeah. You were but, in true um, novice. Yeah. So, yeah. So I did true novice. Um, I did open and I did masters and I placed second in all of those. But uh, the judges really said I had some of the best glutes, some of the best glutes in the show, um, which was saying a lot because although it was a small show, there was some fierce competition. Yes. Yeah. And um, uh, I can't wait to see the stage pictures, but that they really didn't have any critique for my physique. They just which said, huge. You, yeah, you did not show your upper body as you should have. Um, yeah. And I think, um, the best feedback you can get is, uh, improve your posing because that's such an easy fix. It's not, Hey, you need to grow your shoulders. Like you just need to pose them better. Right. Um, I think another thing too, um, just like maybe doing a couple more layers of tan, like tan, such an easy fix. Yeah. They said um, my tan was too light. I was, yeah. You know. Which she did DIY, which shout out to um Alyssa Westbaum. She was amazing, like sponsored you for Protan. So Protan well, was amazing. I just needed a few. I'm very pale. <laughs> just maybe a few more coats. Yes, yes. And she even did the super dark and everything um for two days, which is only formulated to do one. So we just know for next time, maybe a couple more top coats, but um they yeah, also great loved feedback. my suit. They loved my suit, which I rented from Glam Girl Bikini Suits. Um, they said my suit, Amy helped me choose my suit. And that was one thing the head pro judge said, um, your suit was, we loved it. So I was really happy. Uh -huh. That was one thing I kind of splurged on and happy I did. Yeah, it's it's nice to not have to invest like, you know, 600, 700, maybe even a thousand dollars in some cases for a pro level suit to be able to rent one for four or for two hundred and twenty five dollars is definitely it's it's worth it because you put in so much time and effort. And if you don't have the right suit, the right fit, the right color, because um, I know you had mentioned like you wanted to borrow like one of your friend's suits. And I was just like, uh, Shara, don't do it because it's it's going to be you're you've worked so hard and you have such a pristine physique. You need something to it's like putting you have this masterpiece, you know, of artwork that you just <laughs> don't put in a frame like you just crumple it up and put it up in the corner or something um, like a Van Gogh uh, is how I would equate it. But yeah, I I really think that overall, I mean, 
it's really, it's moving forward. It's going to be very easy, um, to do all that. And we know like with your reverse and your training moving forward, we're just going to continue to keep building the upper body. Your glutes are so powerful. Like they, and then Becky Clausen was your head judge, correct? Yes. Yeah. And she's very, I mean, high level judge. So like the fact that she said your glutes were top notch and basically best in show it's, you know, we, they are beautiful and awesome, but yeah, we just need to keep building the upper body and your waist is so small. Like your genetics are impeccable. So your and your work ethic matches, which is my favorite combination. So I know you have a bright future and, um, yeah, I'm just grateful that I got the opportunity to work with such a hardworking athlete. So thank you so much, Amy. I mean, I really probably would have quit, um, uh, and not gotten to the show had it not been for you. Cause there's, um, I didn't realize I was just like, I'm just going to coach myself. Um, there's so much that goes into it and especially as a working mom, um, and wife, and then you're so busy with that. And then you're so busy with training and then, uh, meal prep takes a lot. Um, you're that's basically all the time and mental energy you have. And then to actually think about strategizing and what you need to do next. And, um, I really see having a a knowledgeable coach is amazing. And for you to, uh, give me this opportunity, I mean, it is incredible. So thank you so much. Yeah. You're so welcome. Yeah. It's been my pleasure. So Uh, is there a whole glam girl bikini team, being able to talk um, with the support from the other athletes cheering me on? um, It was really awesome, too. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, This weekend, also, uh, Tracy celebrated her 56th birthday. She she did more categories than you, but she also had like five different medals of I, I mean, she we talked, um, about her show too. And she was just like, you know, it was kind of encouraging to be, um, placing a little bit higher than some of us younger girls at my age, but you know, age is just a number. Um, I don't think anyone would guess that you were 41 and that you had three kids for sure. A lot of the competitors were like, no, I thought you were in your (laughs) twenties. Yeah. Yeah. And I know Eileen from Oklahoma, she's the chairman there and we're good friends. And she just talked about how much potential you have and, Um, I was just beaming because I was so proud of you. So we're going to kind of wrap things up. Is there anything that you want to share with the audience on like how they can find you and follow your journey um, or any closing thoughts before we hop off? Sure. Sure. Um, um, My Instagram is uh, at queen of the weights. And so that's where you'll find me there. I'll be posting pictures from a show day. um, And there's a bunch of pictures of my journey. Um, Closing thoughts. Um, I would say, you know, if you have never done a bikini competition, you're thinking about it, listen to these podcasts, um, invest in a coach um, to help guide you through it. and it, know that it's going to going to be a lot of work, but I've learned so much just about my body, about exercise, about nutrition and um, the feeling of accomplishment um, when you um, when you've given so much and um, 
to be able to make a, an art form out of your own body and, and that you can really know that it was your hard work and your determination that did it and nobody can take that away from you. It's been really um, rewarding and an incredible experience. So go for it. I love that. I love that so much. Thank you very much. So if you appreciated any of this content today, please be sure to give us a rating or review and let uh, Shara know how much, you know, her story may have impacted you by sharing your story that you listened on. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Prep Life Podcast, or you can find us at Glam Girl Bikini. And we are always, you know, here for you, for your unicorn prep. So if you would like to apply for the team, you can go to glamgirlbikini.com and hit the get started button to apply. And this is Amy Anger, your founder and CEO, signing off of Glam Girl Bikini. Have a good one.